Jesus called you and I to follow him. Listen, he called us to follow him individually, but he called us into this fellowship of believers bound together by the Holy Spirit, bound together by God himself, surrounded and kept by God is not saving individuals, church. God is saving a people that he intends to journey with all the way through eternity. Heart's clear. <clears throat> All right. Thank you for the testimony. Thank you for uh, <clears throat> worship team. Thank you for leading us into the presence of God this morning. And uh, so we turn the corner and continue in worship through uh, the hearing of the word. It's not the case, it's what's inside the case that's important to me. It's uh, bits and pieces of a, a fly fishing rod. I don't know how many of you have ever tried to fly fish, <laughs> but I, I got this little combo, beginner's combo is what they call it, a beginner's combo some 13 years ago when I lived in Wyoming and the, the guys in the church, uh, in, a, in addition to purchasing Dylan a, a 22, uh, purchased for me a fly fishing rod and, uh, and uh, came with a note on it. It said, uh, said, cast your fly upon the water for after many tries you may catch a fish. Cast your fly upon the water for after many tries you may catch a fish. I did some fly fishing. I attempted. Um, I caught more uh, tree bass than I actually caught lake trout or uh, stream trout. Nevertheless, the reference here from Ecclesiastes 11 stayed with me and pestered my restless spirit and has sort of lingered in my heart ever since. Listen to the words of the ancient wisdom writer. He says, in verse 1 of chapter 11 of Ecclesiastes, Cast your bread upon the waters, for you will find it after many days. Cast your bread upon the waters, for you will find it after many days. The study note for Ecclesiastes 11.1 1 in, my, in my NIV study Bible reads, uh, Be adventurous, be adventurous, do not always play it safe. I hear those words, and I hear the echo from another biblical author, who wrote in another chapter 11, Hebrews chapter 11, he wrote this, by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went. Even though he did not know 
where he was going. Cast your bread upon the water. After many days you will find it. He went, even though he did not know where he was going. Quite a challenge. In Ecclesiastes, Solomon, the writer of uh, the ancient wisdom book, spent the bulk of Ecclesiastes correcting spent the bulk of Ecclesiastes telling us over and over again, life is short, it's vanity, vanity, all is vanity, we're dust in the wind, and if we live life without God, our brief life is, well, it's meaningless. And then in chapter 11, after he's built this case for 10 chapters, builds the case that life is short, life is short, it's all vanity, it's all meaningless, lived apart from God, it's all meaningless, he comes to a conclusion, he shifts his focus and he says, because life is very brief, don't bury it. Don't waste it. You can't hoard it. So, go for it. Go for it. It's not a dress rehearsal. You only have one opportunity, the briefest moment. So, embrace the adventure. Don't always play it safe. Some people are more predisposed to embrace risk and throw caution to the wind than others. I personally know people who on a yearly basis embrace risk to this degree that they will do things like, oh, I don't know, ride a snowmobile at top speed across Meadowlark Lake at the top of the Bighorn Mountains where one they love it and when I talk about that and when I just the mention of risk to many of you is causing your skin causing your your inner equilibrium to start ooh but I don't like risk I like it safe and secure from all alarms right That's where I want to live, given to playing it safe and any risk is too much and situations that involve taking a chance or or doing something new cause anxiety for you. Still, as I read the scriptures, there is a thread that runs through the scriptures from beginning to end. Following God, following Jesus, is an adventure, and there are times when we will be challenged to step into the unknown and embrace it. I have often heard it said, if you want to walk on water, you've got to get out of the boat. You have perhaps heard sermons on that. I don't know. But it seems that the bulk of Scripture 
is status go, not status quo. Am I right? It just runs right through the scriptures. And that's what I want to talk to you about this morning is an adventurous spirit. And having an adventurous spirit and the benefit of having an adventurous spirit. Because I see three. An adventurous spirit, it honors God. Right? By faith, Abraham believed God. By faith, he trusted God. By, by faith, Peter heard Jesus say, come to me, and he stepped out of the boat. An adventurous spirit honors God, and the longer I live, I, I marvel more and more at Hebrews chapter 11 and consider the lives of the people listed there. I mean, we, we ourselves have this book that we hold in our hands, and we have these great stories of people's lives, biographies of those who have trusted God and gone before. The people in Hebrews chapter 11, most of them did not have any scriptures. They just heard and obeyed and trusted. Can you imagine Abraham? None of the people knew they were walking onto the pages of scripture. They didn't know. But their lives become for us eternal examples of trust and obedience, risky and bold. In many cases, for all they knew, it was just another day of following God as best they knew how. God said, go, I'm going to go. And the one ethos they shared was a holy ambition to pursue God by faith wherever that ambition took them. They lived forward, not backward. They lived forward, not stuck in the moment. Confident, Hebrews 11 says, of what they hoped for and certain of what they could not see. This is faith, though, isn't it? Isn't that what faith is? It, it's, it's not so much what we're turning away from or leaving behind. It's what we have turned to and what we are pursuing. Right? It could just as easily have read, by faith, Abraham pursued God. By faith, Abraham's ambition was to pursue and follow God. And this is always a test, isn't it? It's like trapeze, right? It's that moment on the trapeze when you're in midair, when you've let go of what you've held on to and you're reaching for what is before you. I think there's one more. Wow. Can you? Does faith ever feel like that for you sometimes? If it doesn't, I would argue, I would argue maybe you need a trapeze in your life. There's always that moment of midair, let go, and grab hold. And that kind of living 
honors God. My hope is in Him. My hope is in Him. An adventurous spirit builds camaraderie. The feeling of closeness, of friendship that exists between companions. Mark Batterson says, adventure begs for company. Begs for company. The more trips that I make around the sun each year that gathers the essence of my ambition continues to change over time. Personal goals are giving way to what do we do together? What will we do together? David Drury talked about it when he was here on his Wednesday night. He talked about the power of, of shared experiences. Like when you plant a church together, there's a, there's a tie that binds you. Through when, when you serve in the military together, there's a, there's a tie that binds you because you have experienced similar things. And, and i got to tell you, my trips to Nepal have all been great. I've been there four times. I've been other places as well. But each time I thought, I wish Cheryl was here. I wish Cheryl was here. That would make this so much better. And when I finished the Bighorn Mountain Run, some of you ask, well, what is that? Well, that's just a, a 30-kilometer run up and down through uh, following game trails through the Bighorn Mountains. And, and I don't know how I ever got talked into that. But what made it great, besides the fact that I finished and there was water at the end, was that there was a guy who ran each step of the way with me. And we crossed the finish line together. And we said, there'll be more risks, there'll be more dares, there'll be more trails and more memories made. And here's a memory that I want to share with you. Beartooth Mountains. Cheryl and I used to go there every year on our anniversary. The picture on the right, down in the lower part, that was, uh, we were... We were heading up, and we had stopped and took this picture looking back. And then, and then further up into the Beartooth Mountain Pass, we, we stopped by this beautiful mountain lake, and it was so beautiful. And it was it's September, and, and uh, our anniversary is September 21st, so we'd go every year to this place. And, and this day, we decided, well, we're going to, instead of just driving through here, we're going to get out and walk around a little bit. We walked and we walked and we walked and we, we jumped over some big rocks and, and uh, then we came out close to the road and we set our cars back there so we headed back there and about that time we saw this big yellow sign that said, Danger Grizzlies. <sighs> I don't know who ran faster. I don't think we ran, but uh, we made some memories. And all the time I'm thinking what, what will matter in the end is not what I did, but what Cheryl and I did together. And, and I would say to you, church, that what will matter in the end is not what any of us did individually, but what we accomplished together as a church as we sought to follow God and embrace the risk of a new day and a new opportunity and a new challenge. That's what will matter. That's what will matter. You and I are on a journey following Christ, but we're not flying solo. I think if you want my opinion, you don't ask for my opinion, you want what scriptures say, but if you ask my opinion, and I think others would concur with me on this, 
What has hurt the church in recent years has not been our passionate pursuit of God, but it's our, it's our individualism that I'm pursuing God and I'm doing this and I've got a passion and I must follow. And God throughout all of the scriptures is saying to us, no, the you is plural. We are in this together. This is us. This is not us and them. This is not me and you. This is us following God, pursuing him passionately with reckless abandon at times, embracing new days together. 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 Jesus called you and I to follow him. Listen, he called us to follow him individually, but he called us into this fellowship of believers bound together by the Holy Spirit, bound together by God himself, surrounded and kept by God is not saving individuals, church. God is saving a people that he intends to journey with all the way through eternity. Once you were not a people, now you are. Once we were just a bunch of individuals trying to make our way through life the best we knew how. Once we were like that. Once we were like the rest of the people that were just dog-eat-dog and... and, and And whatever is good for me is good for me, and who cares about the rest? But no more. No more. That wasn't in my notes. But this is what we are. It's a collective you that God speaks to. I don't know. But I do know this. That if you set your heart to follow Jesus, he will lead you into some uncharted waters. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. And along the way on this journey, he will call us out again and again. Us. Out. Again and again into a deeper relationship with him. There's still more you need to learn about me. There's still more we need to experience together. Can you hear the voice of Jesus calling? There's still more. The finish line is not yet. A deeper knowledge of of Jesus and his love, a deeper knowledge of God. And when we rise to the challenge of adventurous living, our days will be richer and our lives will be fuller together. It's the scriptures. I think, I think it's what Jesus meant when he said, I have come to give you life. Full, abundant life. Not play it safe, hide in a corner life. Not build my 401k life. 403 whatever. 
<laughs> I used to I used to have this hanging on my wall in my office, and I s- says when when I when I get to heaven, I don't want to arrive neatly pressed like that. I want to arrive bruised, bloodied, out of breath, having left it all on the floor. That's what Jesus calls, that's the life of following Jesus. That's what he did, right? I mean, we sing about the cross, and sometimes we romanticize the cross, but the cross was brutal, bloody, despicable. I don't know. Let me wrap up. An adventurous spirit creates fuel for the future. As I prayed and poured over this message, I I kept thinking, a familiar song kept playing in my mind. Zach Williams sings with conviction and, and power these words, fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. He will take your breath, stop you in your steps. Fear is a liar. He will rob you of your rest, steal your happiness, cast your fear in the fire, because fear, he is a liar. I wonder, I wonder how many times we miss great movements of God, powerful movements of God, because we're afraid of a little risk. That's a little out there. That's a little edgy. No one's ever tried that before. Have you ever led something like that before? No, but neither had Abraham. Abraham never led a nation. Ever. But he didn't miss his moment. He stepped out of faith beyond the point of no return. And you see what happens as as you take those steps of faith? They're not one and done. It's not, well, I did that. I did that. You're not not moving around uh, Candyland. But what happens with each step of faith, and I think it's so important for us to see this, what happens with each step of faith is that there is a a cumulative courage that comes, inspired by the Holy Spirit. And it builds within us. And thus, when, when I'm singing songs of faith, when I'm singing in here, I'm remembering past moments of God, and it's emboldening me for future steps of faith, trusting God. That's the point. Each step builds in our account of faith. If you want to think about it that way, you accountants. And we have this pool to build on. That's why, that's why we tell stories. 
And if you want the truth, that's why we gather. Because at any given point in time, I am borrowing from someone else's faith as much as I'm leaning on my own faith. Right? That's why testimonies in, in uh, holiness tradition have been important. That's why we've elevated those. Because faith and walking by faith builds as you go. And there becomes this collection of those immeasurable moments that you have had with God and that we have had with God together. Right? And then, and then all of a sudden, we have this event horizon where we're up against something, but we feel the pull of God so strongly to go ahead and move forward, and we know that once we cross, we'll never be the same. Right? Yeah. I've got some pictures. I put them in, and I want you to see them. This was a, a trip to Zambia. This was, Nancy, this was in Lusaka, is where we were at this time. We had, we had partnered with World Hope on a village, and this is Pastor Banda and his wife up in the top corner, and, and this is a little girl that sat on my lap, and I remember, and I learned this day that, that uh, food is more important than pampers. Catch my drift. But the whole point of that, that trip, I took it with Dylan. We, we went together. And Pastor Banda, I, I, we were in someone's house, and we were just hanging out. And, and I'll never forget this moment. You can see he's, he's stretching with everything he's got to get his hand on top of my head. I... He, if I remember right, he was up on his toes, stretching, and praying over me, and laid his hand on my, my head, and, and he prayed. He prayed that day, this prayer, I'll never, ever forget it, because he, he prayed for increase in ministry. And we were, we were at that time in Wyoming just wrestling with, okay, what is God asking us to do? We had this log cabin. We had a few, not even acres of ground right there. We, we just had a, a city lot that we were thinking about building on. And then, then it came to us, there's five acres out on the edge of town. Go build out there. You've been here. You've been there as a church. And he prayed, and we came back from Africa, and the next thing you know, we're in a new church on five acres of ground on the edge of town, and the church flourished, and the church is still flourishing today. Made even more remarkable by the history of that church.
but I pull that picture out every once in a while because I'm approaching 20 years in ministry and I look at this picture and I want to hit year 20 with momentum. Momentum that's building. Momentum that's still pursuing a future. And next week, you'll want to be here because we're going to unfold some initiatives, at least two bold initiatives, cast your bread on the water initiatives that we're going to call the church to over the summer and into the fall. So you're not going to want to miss those. But as we do, we will draw upon every faith-filled, immeasurable moment that God has given us in the past to boldly step into the future that God is calling us to. I'll close with this. The years fly by, Nancy. <clears throat> and as I was thinking about this message in Hebrews 11 and, and uh, Ecclesiastes 11 and cast your bread upon the waters and Abraham and this hall of faith, I was thinking about when Dylan was little and we'd go to a parade or something and I'd have to put him up on my shoulders so he could see. And I wonder, church, how long has it been how long has it been since we've climbed up on the shoulders of Abraham, Gideon, Rahab? How long has it been since we've climbed up on the shoulders of the people that dared to step out in faith to see even further on the horizon? Because this is what happens. Our faith gets myopic. And we only see what's right in front of us. And we only see whatever is troubling us today. And Hebrews 11 calls us. Climb up on the shoulders. See further. Link your faith with the faith of all those around you and those who have gone before you and see further. Cast your bread upon the waters and step boldly into the future that God has for you. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to sing. And as we sing, I wonder, <clears throat> I wonder if you would just, in your spirit, Worship team, come on, let's. In your spirit, say, you know what, Pastor Bob? You know what, God? I've gotten a little comfortable. Maybe a lot comfortable. Maybe there's, there's more for my life than just doing laps and marking anniversaries and I want to embrace I want to embrace that casting my bread upon the water spirit and move forward in faith trusting God as we do as we do let's just stand together and sing this song in closing and you make it your prayer to God give me give me bold faith